WestJet Airline is a Canadian-based airline that's been around for about 30 years. For about the last 10 years, they have been doing something every Christmas that they call the WestJet Christmas Miracle. Coming out of the pandemic last year in 2021, this is last year's Christmas Miracle. It was a night before a Christmas that's long overdue. A Christmas we've all been looking forward to. Last year was hard for us all, coast to coast. So disguised as a film crew, WestJet asked, what did you miss the most? We're just filming the documentary. We're wondering if you'd like to answer a few questions. Last Christmas, what did you miss most? What I missed most last Christmas was getting together with our family. It was a different Christmas than any other Christmas. I have an autoimmune disease, so we really didn't see anyone. All my family live in Paris, so it has been like two years without Christmas, without them. Uh, we've been together in Toronto for about two years, um, and our family are back in the UK, so we, we haven't been able to see them in that time. It's been quite lonely without them. Really, for me, it was terrible because we used to do many things in Christmas time, but this year, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. I lost saw my mom uh, May 2019, and we were supposed to see them that Christmas, but unfortunately, COVID happened, so uh, it's been two and a half years. They then posed the question that would fill Santa with glee. If you had one wish this Christmas, what would it be? One wish. I would love to see family. And I wish for everybody happiness only. To be able to travel, that would be my one wish. Miss those big family gatherings. For me is to go back to Manitoba with my family and have everyone in the same house. My family live far away, abroad, and my mom hasn't met my daughter yet. I wish that my family could be reunited this Christmas. Hi, Annie and Patrick. Hi. On behalf of WestJet, Merry Christmas. And here are our four round-trip tickets to anywhere WestJet flies so you can be reunited with your family. Okay, go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A little gift what for you guys. That? You can go ahead and open the envelope. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not a joke. I'm speechless. I haven't been able to afford, like, return tickets back. You guys, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh my goodness! So we know it's been a tough year, and we can't get you together with your family, but we'd like to warm your spirits with an all-inclusive vacation package to Cancun. Thank you. <laughs> WestJet took to the skies, full of happiness knowing their new guests on board would love where they're going. Then, in a twinkling, they were down on the land. Wow. Little did they know just what WestJet had planned. Hola, Natasha and Cameron. Hi. Welcome to Mexico. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We're so excited to be here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so blue. 
heard your story. I can't believe you haven't seen your family in over two years. That's a lot. We didn't think that was right. Everyone should be with their loved ones. But if you think this view is incredible, there's an even better view behind you. From London, England, they flew all the way across the water because there's no greater bond than a mother and daughter. From the ground far below to the sky up above, we all have places and people we love. We all have that someone that we miss the most. So this holiday season, hold them tight, hold them close. Whether you'll be with your loved ones or just wishing you might, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good flight. Isn't that pretty amazing? For those people who received those airline tickets, what an unexpected journey. And especially for that couple trip to Cancun, Mexico, and especially to be reunited with the woman's parents. What an unexpected journey. You know, sometimes that happens in life, doesn't it? The unexpected. And maybe no one knows that any better than the main characters of the Christmas story, Mary and Joseph. Talk about the unexpected. Mary gets a visit from an angel who announces to her that she will give birth to a child. The angel says, you will give birth to a child and give in, a son, and he will be given the name Jesus. Talk about the unexpected. Mary doesn't understand how this could possibly take place. She and Joseph haven't been intimate with each other yet, and Mary certainly hasn't been unfaithful to him. There's no way she thinks that she could be pregnant. How can this be, she says, since I am a virgin? This angel says the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God talk about the unexpected. But Mary's not the only one in the story who experiences the unexpected. Joseph does too. It was customary in those days that between the betrothal and the actual marriage ceremony, the husband-to-be was preparing a place for his new wife to come home. It wasn't until that was ready that they would then begin to live together with one another. So Joseph, being the carpenter that he was, was busy with a home-building project to prepare for his wife to come to this new place. Mary tells Joseph that about the angel's visit and that she's going to have a child. Joseph is now faced with the most difficult decision of his life. He could quickly finalize the marriage arrangements and and in hopes that the gossip of a six-month pregnancy would eventually die down. Or he could divorce Mary and label her an adulteress and, the, and subject her to the possibility of being stoned to death, which was what could happen for a woman in those days who was guilty of adultery, which Mary wasn't. Or Joseph could send Mary off 
to a place quietly to have the baby and then figure out what to do next. No matter what Joseph chooses to do, he finds himself in an unexpected position. But while Joseph is considering the options that he has, the angel comes to him and says, take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. For both Mary and Joseph, all of this was completely unexpected. But that happens at times in life, doesn't it? It happens when there's a global pandemic and everything literally shuts down. People start working from home. You go to school at home. You literally don't leave your home for days or weeks or longer. All of that was unexpected. Or how about when there's a pain in your body and it just keeps getting worse? And, and so finally you go to a doctor and and before you know it, there's tests that are ordered, a specialist is called in, surgery happens, and, and now there's a regimen of treatments and therapy. All that was unexpected. Or how about when you are playing a sport in school, hoping for a college athletic scholarship, but then an injury happens and you're benched for the rest of the season? Talk about the unexpected. Or how about when your child is diagnosed with a learning disability and now there's medications to monitor and specialists to see and extra expenses and, and none of that is what you were planning. I bet every one of us here can identify with those things in life that have happened to us unexpectedly. Maybe some good, maybe some not so good, but unexpected situations. But you know, it's not just that the unexpected happens in life. What do we do? How do we respond when it does happen? For instance, notice how Mary responded to the angel when the angel told her about this child. We're told that when the angel came to visit Mary, she was troubled at what the angel said to her. Well, of course she would be troubled with what the angel said to her. Who wouldn't be? At this point in history, it had been 400 years since the close of the Old Testament age. That means that it had been 400 years since the Lord had spoken to his people. For 400 years, God has literally been silent. For 400 years, God has not visited his people. For 400 years, no angel has spoken to anybody, not anything, for 400 years until now. So, of course, Mary was troubled by what the angel said to her. But when the angel explained to Mary how all of this was going to happen, telling her that nothing is impossible with God, Mary's response was, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Kind of an unexpected response, don't you think? But in a similar way, Joseph responded when the angel explained what was happening, Joseph ended up saying, believing what the angel said, and he took Mary home as his wife. What we see in this story of Mary and Joseph is 
an unexpected activity that resulted in an unexpected response of faith. How about us? How do we respond when God does the unexpected in our life? We've shared with you so far that our theme in this season of Advent is, is one that, that focuses on being on a journey, and, and literally in life, all of us are, are travelers along the way. But sometimes things happen that are rather unexpected, and it can wear you down. Maybe it's a global pandemic, and it's because of that 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 maybe we become weary travelers along the way in life. In fact, that's why we've been singing this song. With the words of the song, we acknowledge that, that sometimes life's journey can be very trying, just like we saw with the people in the opening video this morning. But that song, Weary Traveler, that we sang earlier, reminds us of the... when. When the unexpected happens, hold on, because you won't be weary long. Sometimes the unexpected happens, which means that there's interruptions in life's plans. And no one knows that any better than God himself, who had his plans interrupted. What I mean by that is it wasn't God's plan for Adam and Eve to to fall into sin and disobey God. It wasn't God's plans for us to fall into sin and disobey God. It wasn't God's plans for us to ignore him or reject him at times in our life. It wasn't God's plans for us to hold grudges against other people, for us to gossip about people, for us to judge people, for us to to hurt or mistreat people. None of that was part of God's plans. Oh, sure, God knows how everything's going to turn out in life, but that doesn't mean that's the way he had things planned. And it's precisely because of that that God stepped in and did the unexpected in your life and mine. God became man. Despite our sin and shame, God chose to send his son here to rescue us. Despite our guilt, he wants to be our God and he wants us to be his people. And so with a baby born to a virgin named Mary in a little town called Bethlehem one starry night, a Savior was born for you. He was called Jesus because he saves us from our sins, which is why he took our place as he was nailed to the cross and he returned back to life in order to give to us the forgiveness of our sins, the promise of a new start and a second chance every single day of our life and the assurance of eternal life. All of that was all unexpected from God. Sometimes the unexpected happens, but when it does, how do we respond? Several years ago, Laura and I were at an event where the guest speaker at that event was a former U.S. Navy pilot by the name of Charlie Plum. Charlie flew 75 successful combat missions during the Vietnam War until his plane was shot down over enemy territory 
And while he ejected from the plane and parachuted to safety, he was captured and he spent six years as a prisoner of war. Now when Charlie's plane was shot down, it happened five days before his tour of duty was to be over. Five more days and he would have been headed home. Talk about the unexpected. Let's fast forward to when Charlie does get released as a prisoner of war. When he returned home, he learned that his wife, who he had married just days before he went into the service, divorced him just a few days before he was released and married somebody else because she thought he would never come home. Talk about the unexpected. And so while Charlie was thankful for being free again, he returned home bitter and angry over all that had happened to him. But one day, several years later, he was sitting in a restaurant in Kansas City, Missouri, and a man from the other side of the restaurant got up, walked over to him, and said, you're Charlie Plum, aren't you? You were a fighter pilot in Vietnam and flew planes off the aircraft carrier Kitty Hawk, weren't you? You were shot down and spent six years as a prisoner of war, weren't you? Charlie said, how in the world do you know all of that? The man responded, because I was on the same aircraft carrier as you, and I packed your parachute that morning. I bet you're glad it worked, aren't you? Charlie said what that man said to him that day changed his response in life. He said up to that time, he focused only on the fact that he got shot down, he was captured, he lost six years of his life, and as a prisoner of war, his wife left him. But unexpectedly that day, he was reminded of God's care for him because some guy packed his parachute right. The unexpected happens in life at times, doesn't it? But when it does, how do we respond to it? In our reading today, Mary and Joseph showed that even though unexpected things happen, our response can be a response of faith in the one who gave his life for us. In Jesus' name, amen.